Welcome into the Pop Culture Pile Driver. I am Jason Rossi. You can find us at Pop Culture PD on Twitter. You can subscribe to us on any app that has a podcast. It really doesn't matter which one it is, Bill. It could be uh, Uranus or it could be iTunes. If you are on iTunes, give us a five star review. Uh, we much appreciate it. You can find us on YouTube if you search Pop Culture Pile Driver. Uh, with me, as always, is my tag team partner. He's here in this podcast sphere. His name is Billy D. Billy D, how you doing? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Good to see you, pal. How are you? <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm good. Hello. Uh, I got hit by a car this week, so it was fun. Um, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's a good way to introduce yourself. Uh, yes, we will be talking Office Season 1 and Season 2 review. We'll be bringing in our special guests, uh, Rich Keefe of the Dork Podcast, as well as Nick Fryer of many outlets, but also Change My Mind and Keeps from Money Outlets as well. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in just a few. Bill, last week, we did a Disney draft a song draft. I'll be honest, I kind of shut down the old social mead over the uh, Labor Day weekend, <laughs> so I didn't push as hard for things. Um, I made one meme that got me less votes, I noticed. Other people, the votes that we got after I put that out, went. I went skyrocketing down my percentage. Um, but I did win. I did win the, the the poll. I thought that was awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, no. Um, I got like... No, well, Sean crushed us. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got like over like 50%. Uh, Goo came in second. Uh, you came in third. I came in dead last. I think I'm finishing three in all of these polls to the guests that we have, and then you in fourth. So I'm okay with that. Bronze yeah. medal. I made the podium. I thought I, I don't think I've come out of the basement in any poll I've ever been on. Not that I've been in a ton, but at least like five in in all of the podcasts that I've been on. From I've been on I think two Mac and Goo polls. Didn't win those. Didn't no, come close. No. Um, and now this was our second poll, and I think I came in dead last on both of those. At least you came in third in the Mac and Goo ones out of three. But, I mean, still. Yeah, I was just going to say, I came in third in the TGIF out of three. I came in fourth in a Seinfeld. And, yeah, it's you just not. the finale. So. It was a good pick. It was a quality pick, especially for the round. It was looking good. It was good. It was a good pick by my part. But yeah, so Shine Time will get the award for the Disney uh, song draft. Uh, absolutely smoked them, though. I thought I felt good about it, but nonetheless. Uh, but Bill, we like to kick this thing off. But uh, what's on your mind? And I think we already know kind of where we're going with that one. Yeah, bought a Peloton today because I got hit by a car. Bike was wrecked. Um, I was in the bike path, but I hate the guys who ride in the street too much. So there was a parked car. And I kind of just went, instead of going into the street, I went on the sidewalk real quick. And it was totally my fault. There was like a brick building, like a little convenience store. And some poor little lady was coming out of it. And she stopped pretty close to in time. Light flashed before my eyes, though. Hit me probably like this much, like probably three inches worth of hit. And then she stopped. Uh, I have big bruises and scrapes on my leg. But otherwise, I'm fine. Like limbs are all good. I just told her, get out of here. I was like, this is my fault. I'm not going to make you take me to the hospital i was completely fine so uh it was just one of those things where it was like i really should not be doing anything but a bike path and like i'm just gonna get a peloton and just never ride in the street again it's too dangerous all right three things one you just got a golden ticket bill you could have like like the nba that we watch in the playoffs here you could have flopped you could have laid on the ground Mm -hmm. 
You could have been, you could be a millionaire right now. She was genuinely concerned. She was like going to pick up her daughter and she was like this little cute little Did she lady. hit you? Did she hit you? She did, but I don't think it was her fault. It was me. Like if I had hit a kid like that, that came out of nowhere, like I was flying. I took up on the curb. I slowed down as I went up, but like she had no chance and she wasn't going fast. She was literally inching out. She hit me at maybe like two miles an hour, which was enough to just knock me off. And most of what I got hurt by was falling. So if- I just was, I left my bike there. I was just like, do you want me to pay for a bike? I was like, Nah, I'm just going to literally buy a Peloton. Okay, okay. This woman's like, I want to give you money. Mm-hmm. You're like, no thanks. I'm going to go spend thousands of dollars on a Peloton myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. I felt bad. Like, I, I scared. I mean, I obviously, I could have died. I, when I look back on it yesterday, when I was thinking about it, I was like, if she hit me into the street, I would have, like, there were cars coming. I would have got killed. And this is very rare. Usually, you would cripple, like, down here. And I don't mean that offensively. I've seen you take much less hit and your body mm-hmm. completely oh, yeah. old yeah i mean uh I you get hit by a car and you're fine you're walking you're talking you once got like rolled over on a block in in flag football league we played in and i think you tore both your legs i broke my I wrist mean, and oh, I had bro- to get yeah. surgery on one play i broke my wrist and had to get like acl surgery um and you I, like, played basketball did, a few years later and, tore my and- patella tendon in two it split like a piece of spaghetti on both ends doctor said he'd never seen anything like it i know davy thinks he's king of injuries I think I can compete with them. I've had six medical surgeries all having to do with injuries. And, and you get hit by a car and you're like, I'm good. Not a, well, I mean, tons of scratches, but I was basically fine. I got hit by a car when I was like 10 going to karate and I was also fine. Completely fine. Not so good at karate, I guess. <laughs> Little, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Hidden Dragon. Whatever what's that movie called again? Crouching yeah, Tiger, one. Hidden Dragon. Yeah, that too. But you're better. You're okay. I'm good. Yeah, a little bit sore in the arm, a little bit sore in the leg, but I'm good. I'm going to make my Rossi Wrestling Minute super quick, like a minute long, Bill. And I'm going to give you an option. I have three things I was going to discuss, and they're Mm -hmm. all going to be less than a minute. You can hear about how WWE is cracking down on Cameo, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the NXT title, or AEW, some crazy AEW injury where Matt Hardy almost died. You, you saw that. So give me Adam Cole versus Finn Balor because I always think Finn Balor is a great character but vastly overrated in the ring. Set your stopwatch. It's time for the Rossi Wrestling Minute. The NXT Championship matchup took place the week that we're recording this. If you want to watch it on NXT, they did it on a Tuesday night. It would have been filmed on the 7th of September. Was the best televised championship match of 2020. Now Don't that might it. that might not... What's that? Don't believe it. But that's fine. You have to. You ha- First of all, there hasn't been, and with all due respect, I watched way too much wrestling. Like, literally, like, 13 hours a week. I was blown away by these two men in the ring. Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Give me 18 of these matches this year. They're excellent together. And it was just so well done. Storytelling, everything. So if you've been anybody that's like, oh, I don't really watch wrestling with the no fans, this is a match go out of your way to find. It's probably on YouTube. You can find it or or Daily Motion, wherever you can, they rip videos like that. So this match was incredible. Absolutely worth all of the time. I think it was only like a 22-minute match. So it's perfect. Yeah, that's fair. I remember one time, I believe it was even Keith tweeted out, he was very excited to see them two battle probably almost a year ago now, maybe a little bit less. And the match was underwhelming. I just feel like Finn Balor... Is they've a never great fought. worker? No, he's they fought before on they've NXT. Ne- no, guaranteed. I don't want to. I don't want to say. I, I'm not going to put a guarantee on it. But they've never fought. I don't believe they've ever fought one on one. All right, I might be lying there, but it was like okay. Finn Balor versus somebody really good, and it was underwhelming. He's kind of always underwhelming because he doesn't really have a large move set. But I do love him. I think he's a great character. Uh, I just think sometimes he underwhelms the ring. So I will check it out if you say it that it's. Like I- 
It's it's well worth your time. I'm never going to tell anybody it's the best match you'll ever seen. But you did like Dean Ambrose, though. I still do. Still like John Moxley. (laughs) But uh, all right. With that being said, Bill, let's uh, let's get into it here. We're going to bring in our uh, special guest because we have not one. Yeah. You're supposed to wait for the intro. You're supposed to wait for the intro. Damn it. I know you're used to Start up again. Shoot. Start up again. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Bill, as I was saying, we're going to bring in our special guest for this one. First off, from the Change My Mind podcast, uh, my um, the I guess I'm the heel to his hero. I don't know how I'd go with But it is Nick Fryer. Fryer, how you doing, man? I am doing well. The Celtics game is frigging over. It took forever. Good God. Yeah, yeah. We, we Yeah, that was that – was, that was a little bit, uh, yeah, we're doing these podcasts never when we want to. Also from uh, WEEI, part of this program called Dale and Keith. He's one of the two names. Let's welcome in Dale Arnold, everybody. Dale, how you doing? Oh, wow. Actually, he just popped in. Actually, I got him. Uh, from the Dork Podcast, Rich Keith. Keith, what's going on? Guys, what a thrill to be here. Thanks for having me so much. Oh, yes. Uh, thank yes, you welcome guys to the Change My Mind podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the main event. You know, the main event of this podcast is The Office Season 1 and Season 2. Obviously, this month, we're bringing in special guests as part of our Sweeps Month to boost those numbers through the roof, baby. Um, but uh, this is a show, Friar, your first time viewing, correct? In 2020? Yes, first time ever. Yeah, so I denied this show. Like, it went from the show that I, I like, when I see a show that's, like, more than three seasons long, I'd be like, yeah, go watch this. It's like, nah, too long. Not going to do it. If he and sees that, something popular, he's like, nah, I don't like that. No, that's not true. That is not true. Let's not yeah. make this. No, tell me something popular that I decided not to watch. Well, it's just you, more your opinions tend to lean against popular opinions, I guess. So I would tend to see, think that what Bill's saying is probably true. Who just the horrible hell are takes. you? That's all it is. It's just horrible. Not necessarily <laughs> right. always against popular I'm takes. just making it. But what's weird about this one is – you watch a ton of TV, Rossi. I've oh, I've yeah. talked to you about TV, all different types of shows. You watch a lot of it, and for you to miss this one, I'm surprised because it was on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for a long time, so you can rip through these episodes twenty minutes at a pop. And the first season is only six episodes, so it's such <laughs> a great way to dip your toe in. You can just say, "I'm going to watch. I'm going to sit down for what an hour, uh, two hours, and watch the first season and see if I like it or not. And if you don't like the first season," Then I could say, all right, you're done. But I bet you do. I bet you like it. And then from there, watch as many as you want. You really don't have to watch the last couple of seasons. You might be want to see what happens to the characters, but it's not very good. So you can still watch them all. And it's all available on Netflix. It's super easy. Like you, you probably wasted your time with so much shit prior to getting oh. to the office. How I met your mother. No, over no. and over again. Yeah, Keep well, it's point. my I, that that's a show I personally like. I would say to Keith's point, yeah, I've probably watched a sh- crap ton of horrible Netflix movies that I could list off the top of my head. That you're right, I didn't know the first season was six episodes. By the way, yeah. Billy had explained that to me to make this podcast happen. I'm like, Bill, I'm not watching a season of a show. I'm yeah. not doing. It. He's like, six. it's it's six. It's six he's pack. like, Fri-, and then he goes, Friar's doing it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I don't give a Even crap Fryer. what Friar's doing. Even Friar, <laughs> he's a moron, and he's doing it. <laughs> and don't you have a podcast with Lucy, who's like the ultimate Office fan? She is. That's why I got this Thunder Mifflin shirt. I was going to say, I got I was say I that's a little it. bit poserish. It like, is, to own time. it after like just mm-hmm. barely watching the show. Oh, I can't, Target? I can't. I mean, my dad bought it for me. Am I not supposed to wear it? Yeah, oh, you're not. Thanks, Bill. The show came out 15 years ago. Return the shirt. Okay. All right. Yep. I'll get rid Simple of it. Should hey, we do the rest of the episode shirtless? I'll Please. Do that. Me too. That'd be actually be great. It is sweet week. Titty streaming. We're doing shirts versus skins. 
All right. It's that kind of night. Um, nice headset, by the oh, way. Oh, Jesus. He did go. Yeah. All right. So if He's the kind of guy who would play uh, like shirts and skins in a game of checkers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys we... told me to take the shirt off. Keith just ripped me for it. What am I supposed to I do? Get no problem. I get no problem going shirts and skins. I'll go shirts okay. because, you know. <laughs> I'm a so 36 year old dad. So, all right. Go. So, Rossi, it's me and you. Let's go. Come on. Right, no, we'll see. We'll see. If, uh, I'll have to get to the point where I feel the need. We'll <laughs> Getting hot under these lights. That's not, that's By the way, cool. Dynamite Tan Champ. That looks great. Yeah. It's a fucking disaster, is what it is. <laughs> so, if you haven't checked it out, it's at uh, nice Pile Driver on YouTube. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to just say you can tell a few of us are in our like nighttime studios because every time Fryer's on here, it's got a different background. I'm usually downstairs in like a different studio. So, uh, Fryer, where thought, are you right now? I thought Fryer's I, goatee was bad and then he popped the top. <laughs> look at this guy. He's got a goatee in his chest. Too. Unbelievable. He matches with how I look. Everything's good. With are, you, are, you, are, about you body it. are you body shaming me right What's now? What's right about it? Yeah, I'm body shaming you. Absolutely. I don't appreciate that at all. Without this body shaming, helpful. people yeah. wouldn't have the need to work out. I work out. I, how much do you work out? I don't. If okay. your chest was an iPod size, it would be a shuffle. I don't. That's because I've never me? been body shamed. So I've, I've never. If I got shamed into working out, maybe I would, but I never have. I work out three days a week other Jesus than during Christ. the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, light, I'm lighter than I was in high school. I'm in great shape. What does that mean? You look great. You're light. Were you a porky kid in high school? <laughs> no, I had. I weighed. I weighed like 200 pounds because I played. A, I played a sport because I wanted to play in college. Wow. You both oh, played wait, in college too, right? We are off play? the rails. Hold on, I did. I did. Friar, did you did you do a cycle to get to 200? How'd you get there? I yeah, he was roided out of his mind. He's like, oh, all my favorite baseball players are doing this, so I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yes, I was a big Mike Piazza fan. Yep, big Shine fan too. He eased in with the Andro, and then he was like, guys, you know what? The needle is where it's Let's at. Let's hit this ride. Let's hit this ride. All right. So the office debuted uh, right on topic yes. on March 24th, 2005. Since it was more than just Billy on this, gentlemen, guess how much the price of gas was on that day? I think, was it 05 or was it like 06, 07 where it was insanely high? I Spoiler, it, it was after 05. I will tell you that. Okay. <laughs> so let's go with a, a, a buck 19. Okay. Fryer, how much do you think gas was? On Sorry, I had my headphones off, everybody, because okay. I was putting my shirt on. I was getting cold. Um, what was the question? <laughs> uh, how much roids were you on in the year 2005? <laughs> no. Um, two weeks <laughs> on, two weeks off. How does it work? <laughs> that, was in, that was in seventh grade, 2005. Well, you old 200 pounds. Uh, excuse me? We were asking the price of gas. We didn't say how old were you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, price of gas in 2007? I don't know. Five. 2005. Uh, five. Five. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mm, 250 Billy, what would you say the price of gas was? Uh, one dollar. Unless you Bob. looked at the sheet. Okay, no, all of you are wrong. Two nineteen. Two nineteen. The Ooh. number one record in the United States that week. Take a stab. Jaquan Tipsy. Nice guess. March no. of 05. Yep. Uh, Kelly Clarkson? Ooh. Something? I don't know that song. Okay. Uh, She's a performer. Uh, I, I have no clue. I think Since You've Been Gone was like 2004. Gold it Digger? Was. Good Miss guess. What about Miss Independent? What was that? What that was before that. That was okay. before that. It was... Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day. Oh, I was oh, Green Day. Oh, you know, no. Here's one. Here's Probably a really one, one of the best songs of that decade. Oh, without a doubt. That album, American Idiot, by far the best album of the yeah. 2000s. So, what about the number one movie that week? In this one, if any of you get it, I will kiss you right on the mouth. Uh, is it Ooh, your I favorite? It, it, I never actually have seen this movie. Uh, it's a sequel. That's all I'll tell you. 
thousand. Oh, so you must hate it. Is it part of a trilogy? Uh, I don't know. Yes, I think there is. I think it is. Because it's Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Guaranteed, Rossi hates it. Uh, I've never seen this one. I didn't bother. The first one's so good. No idea. 2005? Yep. March uh, 2005. Just take any guess. I want to be able to get it right, so I'm okay. going to take my Do time. Let me give you one more hint. Do you want yeah. to get it right? Yeah. It is of the horror genre. Oh. Oh. Oh, but Overfield March. Two? Cloverfield 2, Bill, that would have come out, I think, four years ago. So, no. Yep. no. <laughs> it was not uh, the Saw movie because the Saw movies always came out in October. So, it's not that. Not my mm-hmm. guess. This can I tell w- you the quality. It came out in March. Paranormal Amityville Activity horror? 2. Okay. Keith going with Paranormal Activity. What would you say, Fryer? Amityville Horror? Amityville Horror. Decent guesses by all. Ring 2. Ring 2. Ring two. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Oh. Awful time in the box office. I figured and- that would have been much earlier. There's a third ring? I don't know. I just I, I think there was yeah. a prequel. There was another one that came out called Rings like a yeah. few years ago. It was horrible. Oh, I didn't the see first that one, one wasn't even that scary. Oh, I like bro. the first one. First one's really I didn't say it was bad. It just wasn't that scary. Might be on a list that we'll get Tough to guy. next month. Okay, so last question <laughs> before we get into it. Bill, this one's more for you, but anybody can take a stab. Who was your WWE champion in March of 2005? Chris Benoit. <laughs> I mean, Seriously, my he guess. was still alive, but not not. it was a year before. Good guess, ah. though. Either Edge or John Cena it had to have been. It was it. Uh, John Cena is correct. Also, Batista, we would take because there was two yeah. champions. So that was the How other one. Yes. Damn it. I know, Friar. It's okay. All right. So now let's get into it. Uh, the Office, a show that we talked about everyone. Now, Keith, where would you rank this in your comedies? Um, Probably second or third all time. Okay. Uh, Seinfeld won to me. And then I go probably back and forth between this and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because both have like the strongest of strongs, but then also some of the weak episodes are pretty weak. Um, now, would yeah. you say does Always Sunny have a chance to be the number two if they have a killer end here? Like, I guess it could. Or two? Okay. Yeah, Just I curious. guess it. I guess it could. But I think overall, I think it's it's probably safe to put this as my second favorite. All right, Bill. What about you? I would say Seinfeld is number one with a bullet, and then two and three kind of fight between Scrubs, Community, and this. I think season two and three of this are probably two of the best seasons of television that have ever been created, comedy-wise, rivaling like season six, seven, eight, and nine of Seinfeld, where every episode is a home run, and there's quotable moments that you'll quote literally for the rest of your life. All right, Fryer. Now, obviously, this is your first time viewing. What is your like favorite half-hour comedy? Oh, it's the it's Seinfeld without question. I watched that growing up as a kid. Watched it all, all through college and stuff. It's, it's not even close. It's, there's none even. So what's on like that after level. that? What would be like your next one then? Because like everyone's Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, Frasier, you big Frasier guy? No, I never watched Frasier. I watched Friends, but I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't like. I wasn't in love with it. I don't know. I, I I feel like I haven't watched a ton of comedy shows. I don't know why. I watched According to Jim. West loves to give me shit for that. There but you that go. was more like just. Uh, you wow. just shoot me. I enjoyed that. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Is that the one with Susan? <laughs> yeah. No, no, my that's suddenly Susan. That's suddenly Susan. No. Uh, uh, that's just shoot me. Shit. David just shoot me with good. It. Just Shoot oh, Me had some yeah. good seasons. Let's not kid ourselves. Just Shoot Me had a run. And that girl was the most unattractive, attractive lead actress of all time. Yeah, bizarre. And she was yeah. in, <laughs> uh, what was the one other movie she was in? Was she in like Suicide Kings? Or no, she was in, um, she was in I'm like a movie. And you're like, yes. oh, bro, oh. that's from her. And I also wreck. liked Curb yeah, Enthusiasm. That's my number so two. Good. Well, question. Yep. And okay. um, 
Would you count South Park in here? Like South Park's great. Anything? Yeah. Oh, I mean, if we're counting, yes. Yeah, I would count The Simpsons among my top. Yeah. If we're counting yeah, animated. Yeah. So, by the way, the girl from uh, whatever the show was, Just Shoot Me, yeah. they answered that kind of question. I don't know if you guys have made it there to the office this point with Hillary Swank. Is she oh, hot oh. or not? Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah. gotten there. I'm not gotten there. Would you bang her? Is she hot? <laughs> I don't know that reference yet, so it's not in the first two seasons. Because yeah. I have watched season one and season two on a complete loop. My wife is upset with me because every time Netflix goes next episode, season three, episode mm-hmm. one, we right back to the start. So well, I don't we know. We could if have I- done three, but you were like, I don't know if I can watch three seasons or four seasons. I already time. got through season three too. Totally could have. No, you can yeah. rip. Yeah. You can rip through a season in like maybe three days. All right, spoiler. Well, four is are they all forty minute episodes on four? Because I just started season four. That's where they go. I think every comedy should be twenty two minutes, and I think that's where they started Wait, to happened? fall off a little bit. They started to go for forty four minute episodes, what? and the first few were home runs because they made them like two different episodes. But then they started doing it all the time, where they had like these hour long episodes, and like you can't make a comedy all the time that's good for an hour. That's that my must have been a weird year where like they didn't have the Thursday lineup the way that they wanted and they were just like more it office. Must, it had to yeah. be writer's strike. It had to be during oh, that time. That's my oh, guess. You know that would have been 2007, 2008, right? Yeah. Yeah, around there. So that was when the writer's strike happened and all S hit the fan so they might have just... I think, like, you're, I think you're 100% right. Yeah. Can I just say though that I absolutely love the Jim and Pam dynamic. It is just so refreshing. <laughs> Is that is that no? Can I say something for the first two seasons? I got no issues with it. So everyone tells me I'm going to hate them. So but you are, nothing- and it, and it's funny to rewatch it because as I was watching the show, I actually was like, oh, that's like, you know, and we'll get into it. But you, you, Michael Scott's the show. But you're like, hey, this is this is fine. I'm wondering where this is going to go. And a couple seasons later, Ross, you're going to get into it, and it's going to be the worst. And then there's actually there's people that have spent time explaining how pam beasley is actually the worst character it's all the things that she has done and it's so good it's so well done they have so many examples of like breaking up a relationship of jim's you know not supporting jim and like in his career goals it's just, like this whole thing and you're like you kind of like her and i think if you just watch the first two seasons maybe even the first three okay i would say i liked her yeah. but yeah. by the end of it nine seasons later she might be the worst character on the show and this is what I'll say really quickly before we dive in. Anytime the couple that's like the main romantic entanglement gets together in like the end of a season, like season three, and then you have six more seasons, you've kind of accomplished the goal of the show because that was one of the driving forces early. And they're already together, like kind of early in the show. So there's so much that you still have to do to yeah. make their and relationship viable. And they're right. just taking random swings at it. And then that's what they say. The guy who created Saved by the Bell, he was like, listen, we had Zach yeah. and Kelly together, but we got to keep breaking them up just to get people to watch the show. He's like, if they were together the whole time, there's like, there's no show. Yeah, she didn't want to go steady with him after the um, spring formal there. And it was like, uh-oh, what are we going to do? Slater's getting in there. You got a little oh, everyone got in there. Yeah. So, uh, but the, so let's focus here. Season one, season two for, for where we are. I guess we could, you know, we're not going to go episode by episode here. But in the first season, sure. as you guys all know, I didn't know this till Bill, you had explained. That is a shot for shot, basically. The first, season, the first episode, definitely. But I heard the whole season because that's why no. it's like, is it just the first episode? I'm pretty sure it's not the first season. The first episode 100% is. In fact, Shut it was up. even Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant get like the writing credits on it because it's that. It's that. And like, you know, Michael yeah. Scott is basically the Ricky Gervais character, <laughs> like to a T. And then, because you see, he's a little bit meaner, and I, I've never seen yes. the British Office. People who love the British Office, though, that's fine, and it's the original. I guess he's way more meaner. Like Michael Scott, clearly is a 
he's he says things he's very he uh, offends people but he doesn't even like mean to he's very he's very like uh you know much different than the way ricky gervais plays it but at least in the first episode you kind of see where he where he got it from yeah one of our buddies uh listener here kevin kind of explained to me that like Michael Scott was just mean in the first season. Then the second season, and you guys all seen now, he's coming more sympathetic. Like you feel bad for him. He's a lovable loser, basically. Because no, no. I think once you get to the third season, you kind of feel for him a little bit more. In the second season, he kind of finds his footing as a character (laughs) around the Christmas episode, where he really plays that invalid who's not necessarily trying to hurt somebody, but is just a terrible person. Let's go back to Fry. Don't like Michael Scott. No, I don't. I hate him. He's the whole reason I have a tough time. I had a tough time watching the show, and he's still like my. Le- I can't stand him. All right, let no, me just ask. Okay, so what is it about him that you don't, like? I didn't like him in the beginning. He's cringeworthy. I'll say that. that. Is like, insane. Yeah, that I was expecting that from Rossi. I was oh, ready to see, go for Rossi's horrible take. It's gonna be <laughs> Friars' horrible takes now. <laughs> Why Michael, is it a horrible take? Michael Scott is the he's best the sitcom character in the history of sitcoms, and he's a top oh, five television character oh, of up. all time. Shut Michael up. Scott's hysterical. No, he's, he's the not. Most, most gift, most memed, most quoted, most everything. Without Michael Gifts? Scott, this show is a disaster, as proven out by season uh, eight and nine. He's yes. the greatest yes, thing to happen. So He's the best. It's unwatchable without him. I literally oh. stopped watching the show. I've never seen certain episodes from season seven, eight, and nine because I was just like, I can't do it. Once uh, the dude from um, Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles, whatever the hell his name is, uh, James <laughs> oh, uh, Spader. James Spader. <laughs> fucking terrible. I like Pink. some people are like, those are some of the best episodes. No, they're Whoever not. The, those are the no, same people not. who like the British no, Office better than the regular right. Office. It's like, no people no like way. Books, no. People Michael like books Scott way. is so good. So I'll say this. No, he doesn't. Before well, I want to hear more about it, Fry, because for me, like as someone like on as soon as I turn he it on, he doesn't shut up about it. Yeah, he's great. Oh, everybody loves him. Oh, he's awesome. No, he, I suffer from secondhand awkwardness. I can't take his shit. Oh, so he's that's, person that's different. That's so different. Did you though, like the I, I movie? Did you like the movie Meet the Parents, Fryer, or could you not take it? Never watched it. Okay, so that's one of those. We'll get whatever. you back that's, on that. that's fine. Meet the Parents is one of those movies yeah. where it's like it's it's awkward and like all it's just yeah. constantly a guy getting in situations where you're supposed to be like, oh my god, why is this happening to him? Yet it's one of the funniest movies like of that decade. I, I, I love that movie. Greg, can you milk me? Like, <laughs> Amazing, like so good. Everything it just rains shit on him the whole time. But it's great. So maybe if you just don't like that kind of comedy, I, I no, guess. But. No, no. If you I said don't. this only after season one, I could kind of get it because yeah. his character oh. in season one is abrasive. It's in your face. Oh. And I was kind of like, this might be too much. But once you get to season two, the kickoff episode is unreal. And then once he kind of gets into the Christmas episode and beyond, the Christmas he's episode. amazing. He's, what about what he does to Phyllis? That's terrible. That's not <laughs> funny. That's... What a cocksucking asshole. Are so you kidding so me? Funny. Yankee so swap. Oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> so funny. No, I couldn't take it. I had to stop. There were moments I have gotten up while I'm watching the show and he's pulling his shit and I have yelled at my TV, stop, what are you doing? Because of his bullshit. Like my are neighbors, watching, I mean, they're going to hear me. Television. Do you do that with all television? No, I never do it with any other show but The Office. Oh, wait till you get to Scott's Tots. Don't watch Scott's Tots. Don't watch Scott's Tots. Skip that so, episode. You'll, you'll lose What about mind. this? So I found the one part that I was like, this is the most, I think, cringeworthy. Because if it was real, it would bother me. Is when he is in the, um, when he's in the acting class or the uh, improv, improv class. When every amazing. time. Just, <laughs> especially the Michael Scott. It's like. I can't. With the, and so then he funny. whispers. <laughs> yeah. He says he has a gun. 
Ken Jong. Ken Jong is oh, in that episode. Right. Okay. The one is like he said he, he said the hangover. He can't see it, but he has a gun. It's so good. <laughs> see that scene, I could see where Friar stopped. Like that made me go, dude, you gotta stop. And like, oh, that we're all bad. going to like Dylan to me, here. If you want to get him, get on him about like Diversity Day, and he's too abrasive there. That's fine because he's like the the oogie googie with Kelly thing. That's out of control. But I really think he redeems himself early in season two. Like the Dunbees episode okay. when he's playing all the characters, like Ping. Unreal. I, when he when he is either sexist or racist, it's the funniest stuff on the show because he doesn't think that it is, and he's trying. He's like innocent in the way that he does it, but it's so over the top. It's Stanley so knows ridiculous. what I'm talking about. I, that's not racism, Michael. Like, <laughs> like, like oppression. Like with the the scene with Phyllis in the sexual harassment episode, where oh. she's like, "Don't worry, Michael. I am a little worried about getting a boner." Boner. <laughs> he's holding her. He's holding her. And then there's also this. The the other scene that always that we talked about with the ping when he plays that character and there's an Asian woman at the restaurant right behind oh, yeah. him and the way the camera like zooms in it's like, like a, a lot of shows do that now and they obviously didn't make it up but they really made the reaction shot like another character on the show that character didn't need to have a line they just did a great job and like Jim became like the most famous for it but they would do it with every character where. Uh, either they would look at the camera or the camera would just ping onto them like right after something like really offensive. And it was great. You're not there yet. And you will be Rossi when you get to season three, there's an episode with a dentist where there's something ridiculous that happens and they just cut to Ryan and Ryan's face is just like, so it's unreal. Like the reactions they have in this show yeah. are so really well done. Amazing. Uh-huh. So Billy brought up the Dundies. I, we can go around in episodes that we really liked. I think the Dundies out of these two ep- seasons is by far like that. The episode, like I think it has top three, just minimum. Fair enough. I just think it has just about everything you're looking for. All the stuff that Fryer hates about Michael and makes him lovable. Cause he's like, Everybody, nobody wants to be a part of this. He has no money to do this event. So good. He invites them. Like the yeah. part with Stanley when he's like, I can't wait to meet your wife. She's right here. It's a woman I've been holding her hand all night. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, people that are married in any orientation. Like, <laughs> actually, we're doing uh, individual checks. It's like, yeah. you said you could invite our families. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> you can invite I mean, pay for it. <laughs> the don't go in there after me award. Oh. All of those awards that are personally named are the spicy curry. What does that mean? What does, what that, does mean? that mean? It, it, doesn't mean anything. it means nothing. It's Sometimes it's just you give a to me. joke, Kelly. The, the biggest... Taika Boost Award or whatever it was. Yeah, with Angela, yeah. <laughs> It's because she's uh, a stickler and she has a great caboose. <laughs> Come get your award. No, unreal. And then the part with with Phyllis, it's like the busiest beaver, and it's the hairy, bushiest beaver, bushiest beaver. I'll get you a new one. You don't have to live with that. I could get that. I could get that fixed. She's like, it's okay. No, that the Dundies, I think, is my oh. favorite episode. And I know everybody goes nuts about Dinner Party, and Dinner Party is also an all time great episode. We did a uh, when we did the Office draft with Mac and Goo. I. I had probably like the last pick in the first round, but I went Dundies because I love it. And it's, I think- it's exactly what I'm not Fryer, but most people are looking for in a Michael Scott episode. The way, like with the scene where they show him, he's like catching, he's like getting some water and his ties down. It's like the perfect Michael Scott thing. He's like, it's so hot out there. He's like, I, I gotta get, I gotta get back. Goes, he's like, oh, Dwight's I- playing me on a little early. He's early <laughs> on the queue. Early like, with the queue. No, but he goes, I know exactly like how Bob Hope feel, yeah, feels. For the boys. Instant. <laughs> <It's> unreal. <laughs> unreal. Oh, early with Dwight the queue. sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> he's sucking, he's sucking the oh, fun out of yeah. it. Yeah. He's sucking the funny out of the room. <laughs> so Pound water. Love I it. think that's my favorite Pam episode because she gets drunk oh, off of yeah. other people's drinks and like, oh, that's ice melts at second drink. And then also when she does the speech about her white tennis shoes and she goes, I feel God. 
in this Chili's tonight. In, in this Chili's. <laughs> I also give credit to Chili's for allowing them to do that and be part of the joke. Like yeah. Chili's was in on that joke. Chili's and had like, I read to, about they that had to be. Yep. Because they uh, like sponsored the episode. Um, I love that Fr- episode. So Friar, uh, he's been quiet for about a few minutes. I'm he hates the everything show. Like get him out of here. Let's get I don't hate like the show. show. I don't hate the show. You, I mu- you, look, you no, Michael, you have to hate the show. If you don't so like Michael me, Scott, you have no, to. No, I love Dwight. Show. I love Dwight. All right, we'll like, get to yeah. it. We'll get to characters. What episode did you like though? Season I one. I like pretty much everybody else. Pam is annoying. Like, I didn't so ask for characters. Give me an episode. Well, I'll tell you one that really just goes up my ass sideways is freaking the booze cruise. No, nobody. He asked you which one you liked. Not one I that don't care to what he asked me, sideways. Keith. Don't you understand? What's the problem? Answer the question. So I was, I was saying that this He's episode gone. is going to... He got booted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I think I had connection issues. Sorry yeah, I think you did. It's our headset. He's you- so good in that episode because he does. Okay. Uh, Jim calls the thing where he's like, Michael Scott will stand on the front of the boat and say, I'm king of the world, or you can have my next paycheck. And then first <laughs> cut they have is him. I'm king of the world. Yeah. No. And then when he's battling with the skipper, uh, when he's like trying to do uh, Gilead and the skipper with so good. what's his name, Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle's Un- good in this. So good. Yeah. And he kept trying to like do the speech because they have that woman that came in from corporate. She's like, are you going to like do the? Yeah, oh, yeah, I got it right now. He's like, limbo time. Dancing <laughs> is an ancient yeah. way of communicating. Yeah, also, Dwight. Yeah, Dwight's amazing at that scene. It's like, who wants to hold my stick? I do. Yeah. I do. It's like, usually we have a woman. I'm taller than her. <laughs> <laughs> I like Amy Adams too. I like the Amy Adams oh. episodes. Nothing oh. wrong with that. Did she not want to be on the show? I was trying to read about that because she was only on three episodes. And I, I know think she might have been this. Was this the time she started to take off? Mm-hmm. Had to have been. It was. Well, the, yeah, because 2006 is I when saw she started her in more movies. On the TVs at the office now, uh, we have like, I don't know what it is. It must be TNT just like on all day. And they've been running ep- old episodes of Charmed. And I looked up one day and Amy Adams was in Charmed. She, she was in Charmed. She was in a handful of Smallvilles as different characters. That's something wow. that you don't see on TV anymore. No. That when actors play different characters on the same show. No, like that was weird. I swear but, to God, um, Charmed is in syndication so long because people just leave TNT on after a basketball game. And then it's yeah. on the next morning. Bill, so you know why it's still it. on? <laughs> Horny old men. And yeah, the girls are all hot. Could be could be horn horn dogs out there. Yeah. So Fryer, uh, welcome back to the podcast. So is there an episode from season one or season two that you liked? Yeah, I mean, I just I, they all kind of. I don't have one specifically that I can pull. I don't look at the names beforehand. I'm sorry. I mean, the Christmas Good party one, and the, the Christmas party one, and the booze cruise ones are the one that stuck out to me. Yeah. Isn't that what's more important? What stuck out to me than necessarily what I like most? Those sort are of what that... the question was. Yeah, it's simultaneous. I mean, you literally just said I don't Ross's have one. Podcast? You just said I don't have one. Yeah, I'm a part of this podcast, and and you don't. You oh, you're part of the one. show. I did not know. Is your yeah. name on this? Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. You didn't know. It's called Pop Culture Pilot Driver. With is my Keith. name We're on the, show? the is with anybody's Alex. name on the show. <laughs> no, I was I on a podcast for about a year where it was called yeah. Rossi on Wrestling. Two years. <laughs> Two years. He was not. He had no news. <laughs> never mentioned in the title. <laughs> it's fine. No. Did you at least like the fight episode? I, I think the fight episode. I like episode. the fight episode. I like Halloween too. I mean, look, season one was was rough. Like when you said before, Keith, that you if you don't like season one, then you're not going to like the show. To me, I enjoyed season two far more. Like season one was was really difficult for me to enter because of how much of an asshole Michael Scott is and all that, and how awkward he is about it. Season two, yeah, there are moments, but it's not nearly as bad. And then as I've seen as it goes along, it's it's a lot more. It's a lot easier to swallow because I want more Dwight and I want more Jim. I want all their shit. What's oh, the episode where Jim goes through all of his um, the pranks he's pulled on Dwight through the years? I don't know. I don't know which one that was. That mm. one's my favorite. So I, I agree with you. The season two and three are both better than one, but I feel like one 
gets kind of shit on a lot of times when people are talking about it's almost like the simpsons when they're like oh yeah simpsons episode like seasons two through like eight and you're like they're right because season one of the simpsons is terrible season one of the office i think it's still pretty good so like i i like the basketball episode i thought that's one of my favorites that's diversity day as as offensive as it is like it's funny like i i laughed (laughs) at it stanley dribbling with the palm of his hand hand out it's like what the fuck (laughs) he goes no when like when he's like when they're drafting the teams and he's like first pick stanley And Oscar, Oscar, like, oh, no, we'll save your bas- uh, talents for baseball season. Yeah. No boxing. So I also really like when Phyllis goes, Michael, I played basketball in high school. No, Ew. no, no. And then he goes, Pam, you want to be our cheerleader? I'll be your cheerleader. That's worse than Ew. you playing. Ew. That's really- yeah, ew. Ew. And then later when you, you find- I, I really like it. And, it, and it. and it sets up the whole show, too, about the, uh, the idea of, like, they have to uh, – downsize right and the downsizing and michael's always like bringing up the idea of downsizing and it just like you really get a sense of michael who like loves the being in the office so much more than anybody else ever possibly could love working there and he thinks that they all should love working there too and they don't and i just think there's good jokes in the first season two's definitely better and the way it starts with the dundies you're, you're definitely under a better start but i guess fire my point was like if you if you like season one at all like it gets better so like if, yeah. if you watch that and you're like, yeah, I, I, I like these characters, then you're in for a, a good next three, and four seasons. Another thing, too, like I love Parks and Rec. I, I, it's much easier pill for me to swallow as much as I don't love Leslie. Nope. I think this, I love Ron Swanson, Chris Pratt. But so far, I mean, one and two for, for the off seasons, one and two. I one thing that's been pretty noticeable comparing it to Parks and Rec, no like Brandanowitz type character where I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Get him off the screen. Look, Michael Scott's not for me. I, obviously, he's 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 good, but he's just not for me. I can't take that shit. Um, but like that's what Parks and Rec had that this show doesn't, which I do appreciate. Season one's kind of like a baptism by fire. You know, if you don't like season one, you're not going to like the show. But it, it does get much better. Like I said, two and three are incredible. And I think what the failing of Parks and Rec was early is they tried to make Leslie Nope exactly like Michael Scott in the first season. And then they instantly switched it in the second season to kind of make her a little bit of her own thing because first season, she's basically like Michael Scott doing stupid stuff and seeing how people react to it. Whereas the second season, she kind of becomes like that awesome friend who's just like super overly helpful. And then like Rob Lowe and Adam Scott really helped that show so much. Oh, that's right. You know, like those guys were so good and they, they like kind of found their footing and like everybody that, that show to me is the opposite where, Leslie Nope is the weakness, and then all the surrounding characters are the mm-hmm. strength. Where to me, for me, Michael Scott's the strength, and the supporting characters are are good, but they're they're not great. It's not like they can't stand on their own like Parks and Rec could. So mm-hmm. let's let's go there. So obviously, Michael Scott, we kind of feel like he's the center of the office, right? Yeah. Everything kind of evolves around him. So then, obviously, you have like Dwight, and obviously Fryer. I think you've seen. I think we nailed something you liked about the show, which congrats. Right. So Good. outside of those, like there's Jim. There's Dwight, probably Pam. I feel like that's kind of like the show. And then outside of that, who are the characters that like stand out to you, specifically in these seasons? I know you guys have seen everything else, mm-hmm. but season one and season two, who are some of those characters that jump out to you? Fryer, I'm going to go to you first because you've been up to light to- so far. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, no, Toby is one outside of those three characters that kind of stands out the most to be how much he gets shit on. I will give Michael that. That is the funniest shit for me that he does whenever he shits on Toby. I could, I could see that <laughs> all day. Toby. He's, well, he, I mean, Toby kind of sucks. I mean, he, as, as the show goes along, I've noticed HR, he, baby. he really sucks. He was fine, and now he seems like a dick. Outside of him, I mean, Kevin's always funny. Oscar, 
Like I, I, I feel for Oscar because he gets so much shit from Michael, but at the same time, he can also be a pain in the ass. I, I, I could, I could do without him sometimes. But I like Angela. I mean, like I don't. I, what are we going like, through the whole cast there? Well, you're asking me. What I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop what, at Angela. Ca- what character what did you like? So he, he pulled up the cast <laughs> list, and he's you know like, what? "Here are all the names of the actors." Rusty kicked control. me off the show before. Just so everybody knows, I didn't have. He's gone. So. No, but I so I will I'll I'll take off your Angela spot because I think Angela actually to me now obviously we mentioned others, Angela I think is a scene stealer because she's not in a ton of the episodes and most of it is just facial reactions her relationship non relationship with Dwight it, it, during con- the conflict episode when it kind of comes to light to everybody that has a brain which none of them do uh, is is hilarious her facials throughout this entire show make her look like she's like eighty five years old that's another thing I thought she was older. She's no. not even like that old now. Oh, no. She's kind of a sneaky hottie too. Big sneaky hottie. She got 100%, the caboose. Hundred percent. And I, I just, award. I love. There's one specific facial she makes in this show that gets me every time. It's when Michael goes over and they like raid. They do the office raid, and she just looks at Dwight with this look. Her face is like so narrow, so mm-hmm. direct. Looks like a predator, and he just takes one pen, flips it, <laughs> runs off. She just has like her moments are small, but they I, they they grab my attention every time. So I had her. You said your three favorite characters. Mine were yeah. Michael Scott, Dwight, and Angela. Because okay. much like Madeline Kahn in Clue, it's all about her reacting to other stuff that mm-hmm. sells it. I mean, her dynamic with Phyllis in the party planning committee. Tell me you haven't met a girl like Angela so who's just so vicious so to everything someone else does and just constantly undercuts her. Oh, should I have gone with the big lights? We'll see. Like everything <laughs> about her is just so mean and vindictive. And you so see that in real life. And the way she dresses, that's the other thing with this show, the way they costume oh. all of these people. Like Dwight, Spot on. the short yeah. sleeve nerd jersey and like that mustard color. Anytime you want to cast somebody in an office role who's a uh-huh. geek, that's exactly what they do. Short sleeves, ugly ass color. It's either like that <laughs> off green, like puke green, or that mustard yellow. It's they piss yellow or puke green. Uh-huh. Kelly's dressed perfectly. Toby's dressed as like that guy who doesn't know how a suit fits. Everything fits perfectly on them. Yeah. Uh, I love Todd Packer. That's what I was going to start. Love Todd Packer. Where's Michael Snot? I bet he's sniffing some guy's thong. But he's just so over the top. And he's like got people driving him around because of his DUIs. Oh, that's, and he's just like. And his license plate's William Hung. Yeah. No, it's not. It's well it's hung. Well no, hung. That's, that's Why do people keep asking me that? Yeah, Kevin, we obviously, uh, you can get into, uh, not Kevin. Um, Why did I just, I always call him PJ, no, BJ Novak because that's his real name. Um, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, thank you. Ryan um, Howard. Yes, he he's another one that is just like thrown into us as the temp. Oh my and god! What, what a line tease. of work you in, Bob? What a tease! <laughs> What's up, Bob Vance Vance for Bob Vance Vance I like Stanley too. Stanley cracks me up. He's always good, and then like his reactions to Michael and vice versa are always are always good. Where's your Dundee actually- from last year? I threw him out. No, you didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, yes, <laughs> I did. But like, he would like like the like great worker. And then the work before was like fine worker. He's like, I don't really like the direction this is headed. I also get a kick out of uh it's more so because of just Michael's relationship with her, but Jan. Jan's good. She gets crazier like as the seasons go on, but in this one where she's still like the boss, and one of my favorite lines in the whole thing is when he's calling her on the phone, he's talking to her on the phone. He's like, Jan Levinson Gould, I presume. I and she's like, no Gould. No Gould? What happened to Gould? <laughs> Got a divorce, Michael. Like, shut up. 
that's, oh, that's one of the best it. episodes. That's the one with um, yeah. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows, where they go in the sales call. So awesome, good. awesome, awesome, so awesome. I, I, I like movies and TV shows where when you have like a character who's kind of like a fuck up, but they obviously at some point were good at something mm-hmm. and they finally show you that. So clearly Michael got to that point because he was a good salesman. So they give you just enough of it in the series where you're like, okay, that's why like he's advanced further than Dwight has or advanced further than even like Phyllis and Stanley because he was and is a good salesman. Now, is he a good manager? Maybe, maybe not, but he's, he's, a, he's a really good salesman. Yeah, I think that's one thing you bring up because, like, you see it in one episode in season two where he does like the sales contest when he gets the poop or puke on his rug. The Paxter, uh, he goes, "Did you find the package?" Has anybody seen a Paxter? Oh, that was him. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, and he tells that funny story in that episode how him and Packer brought two twins back to his hotel room and Packer, Packer had sex with. Yeah, did yeah. both. Yeah. It was Pack- awesome. Packer told him that we were brothers. So <laughs> is Fryer. <laughs> alive yeah, yeah he's he, frozen i think his connection he hates the show uh, what what's the show i don't I hate the show i'm not i don't want to get in, in all right in, next uh, week uh next week these yeah, guys will have you back, back on and talk according to jim how's that <laughs> i could That'd do it episode. i've seen a lot of those <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go see what did you think of todd packer fryer you had to i did it. not like todd packer <laughs> all right honestly oh, yeah my god he's so good he's an asshole I don't find assholes funny. Sorry. I, I don't like like the things he says oh, are totally wildly inappropriate and he's an yes. awful human being. But yes. situational like humor, it's hilarious. But then I love the, the rest of the show besides those two. Pretty it's much. the jokes that he has that are so bad, and then they pan <laughs> over to Angela, they pan over to Stanley, they pan yes. over to Phyllis. Yes. It's hysterical. And he reacts funny. funny. Like who has two thumbs and hates Todd Packer? Yeah. This guy. If yeah, that's their reactions are a reflection of Packer, then fine. If then sure, then yeah, yes, I am miserable, Kevin. Yep. All right, fine, I'm fucking, Kevin. I'm miserable. But I'm, if I'm I, Kevin. if I, um, if Packer is going to get the the credit for that, then fine, okay, sure, I'll give it to him. I, then maybe I don't freaking hate him that much, but I appreciate their reactions. Not calm what down, he has to say. calm down. We're talking about a funny show, and you're getting all I gotta up. say something to you, Cry. This is this is a little advice from someone that gets absolutely oh, great, crushed all great. the time. Jesus, you don't have to be so angry. He's angry. He's mad. Like, right. Just, just it's okay. Hey, if you change don't like my mind. Yeah, change my mind. You just got your mind changed. Keep Michael Scott, just best character in the it. business. Change my mind. All right. So I also can, love uh, so, Casino Night. I got to throw that out there. Casino finale. Night is a fantastic so, episode. I will say Two this queens. <laughs> and that's when now uh, Dwight's being his wingman. He goes he's got, like all like the the fake names for him. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Whiteson is is in the building, and it's just, he's like, yeah, he's right behind me. I love it because it's a classic comedy trope of the two dates at the same time that they do completely different where Michael, like the way he handles his relationship with uh, the real estate lady is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it gets further on in season three, right? Where they kind of like go and like yeah. he photoshops his face yeah. into like his family's picture. But like the like that dynamic between him, Jan and her in that episode is amazing. Well, because you're also like getting to the point where you're like, there's no way shit that Jan would like Michael. And then like a few episodes and you're like, oh, oh, wait a minute. No, Jan would yeah. like Michael. Jan's like pretty desperate herself. So was I off base when I thought in the finale, obviously we find out Jim confesses love to Pam. But I thought Jim and Jan were about to get together when she's outside like smoking because she's miserable that Michael, like he's like, I'm lowering my standards to be with Michael and Michael has another date. Like, kill me. And no, Jim and I her ne- are outside. I never watch that again. 
Okay, maybe I will. With I, I never, I never got that sense. I just was, I was waiting to see what Jim was gonna do because obviously there's a lot, so much flirting going on, nonstop mm. flirting with Pam, and then obviously Michael's trying to balance the two. I, I never got the sense there. I, but it was, sure it was, it was, it was, it was a weird, like those two characters having a one-on-one conversation we hadn't yeah. really seen much of. But I didn't get like the, uh, the sexual tension. Well, I guess the reason was because they were both in a similar position. They both Correct. have feelings for somebody who right now is with Taken. somebody else. Right. And obviously the Jim Pam situation there at the end, like uh, with Fryer, like I get uncomfortable by stuff. I'm not going to lie. And it pisses me off when Jim confesses love to Pam. Even I was like, oh, dude, that's a dick move. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm also like, yeah. what would I do when I do that? <sighs> it's a tough shot. You, the know. heart wants what the heart wants, right? Yeah. Roy's a yeah, big guy, though. Roy come after you. Roy's a dick. Yeah, and they also make him horrible. I will say all the characters. First of all, but again, O'Neal, you've seen boyfriends exactly like him, and I think that's what the show does really well: is they uh, like emulate or you know show you exactly what you've seen in real life. Like Angela, you've seen a bitch like her. You've seen a <laughs> terrible boyfriend who would leave their girlfriend at their first date at a high school hockey game to which he brought <laughs> his brother to. Like that's totally believable in that situation, yeah, and I think that's why the Jim and Pam relationship works so well in the first two, three seasons because it's relatable. And then after yeah. that, it gets to an unrelatable point and you're yeah. making decisions where like Pam's just being a bitch to be a bitch. It is too bad. Cause like you did want them to be together and then, then you got it and you're like, Oh, and then well, I'm not there really yet. To do it. I feel All good right, right now. I'm in yeah, a good place. I don't know. And I don't know if I'm going past season two. Cause again, I'm, I'm into season four now, Whoa. but there were like, there's times with Pam where it's just like you, you clearly want this shit. And you're finding every oh, yeah. reason to not do it, and you're torturing Jim every step of the way. I mean, honestly, I would have preferred if Jim stayed with Karen. She, I thought she, I thought, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on the actress? Spoiler. Yeah, oh, Ross is not there yet with Karen. We're talking about the first two seasons here, people. Yeah, come on, man. <sighs> on the right. title. That's right. Rashida Jones. Rashida Ooh. Jones plays. Karen. Well, that's where she comes in. Too. Okay, Jones and stuff. Yeah, because so then they. These- go- yeah, so Rossi, unfortunately, this has been out for a while, but yeah, they introduce a bunch <laughs> of new, they answer, they introduce a bunch of characters in season three because okay. they 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 get into a whole other Dunder Mifflin is, branch. Is that where Ed Helms comes from? Because yes. I haven't seen him either. Okay. Yes, I, was I know he's on the show. Rashida Karen Jones. and Ed Helms, who who plays Andy, they they are both in the Stamford branch, and that's where they get introduced. I would and say I'm, season three of The Office is like my fourth or fifth favorite season of television that's ever been created like the way they mix and mingle the characters like we need to have like maybe not fryer back we can replace him with lucy because it's just yeah, we'll get somebody who's <laughs> just <laughs> dumb i feel like he's being tortured i mean we are as well the listener probably is but i, I feel like he is being tortured more than anybody yes this is why yeah. didn't i do a poll with yeah. goddamn fryer on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> just do a poll just do a poll no because the... you're gonna win i can't no. do it <laughs> who had the best appearance on the episode and well, maybe we'll do that at the end jesus christ really really quickly who uh, will never be back i'm gonna steal something and we can <laughs> it real fast uh it's uh something that i think changed my mind came up with door uh not door mac and google st- stole so i'm gonna spin it a little bit we the seven deadly that. sins of sitcom what? right oh Okay. okay. Yes. What are you going with? Yeah. The fun run for the cure factor. Like, how fun is this show for you guys? Because for me, it's a uh, eleven out of eleven in this uh, like three season span. Yep. If we're just talking about these two seasons that we're watching right now, I would say it's an eleven out of eleven. I um, would probably. Sorry, Rossi. No, no, no. Go ahead. Why am I jumping on you? Uh, I would probably say an eight out of eleven. 
So I don't like perfect scores, Bill. You know, I have a tough time with that. So I'd give it a nine and a half out of 11 because yeah, you liked it is, it. It, I, I really did. Like, it's one of those shows that took over my life. Like my wife every night would be like, are we going to watch some more office? And I'd be like, yeah. So yeah, has she are. ever seen it? She has seen it, but okay. she is not really like her memory with stuff. Yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've I seen mean, it, but I don't like retain no, 100%, it. hundred percent. She's so, normal though. She's seen the office. Right. Well, exactly. more than I figured as much. I will just say this before you go into your next sin. My one real quick soliloquy about The Office, in my opinion, was I will say I missed this. I regret it because if in 2005, me like working in office like that, I did it like I get this show so much like this show is anybody works in office atmosphere, not in 2020 because we're all freaking home and, and trying to survive. But like it is the perfect like I would say like perfect like depiction of an office setting with the type of characters from like the relatable to the funny to like the annoying, like how is that person married to all of that stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Bill, I don't want to override, but I will also say that there's not, and this is the hardest thing. It really took me a long time to get to. There's not a bad character. And I know Fry, you might not like some, but I don't think there's an actual bad character on the entire show written wise or anything. Oh, we didn't mention Creed. People love Creed. People love oh. Creed. Mm-hmm. Creed and Kevin, Creed and Kevin get way better as the series progresses when they get a little more screen time. Kevin becomes True. amazing. He has probably Jim and Dwight have so many good pranks to open each episode of The Office. He probably has the greatest opening, minus like the one where it was after the Super Bowl and Dwight sets up like a big prank kind of thing. But Kevin's opening, like once you get to it, is one of the best things on TV. You ever seen a four-toe foot? Creed talking his way. Now, is it? I think Lucy was the one that told me this. With the episode where Creed was about to get fired, it was the Halloween episode, I believe it was, yes. correct? Yes. So he hadn't had any lines up to that point, and they actually didn't know if they were going to keep him or not, and it was down to him and the other guy. Is that true? Or it's out could there, be. right? No, that, one thing that could be, right? Yeah. I'll yeah, lean to Lucy. I love I, I yeah. that, what they did with that, knowing that. Well, Creed, yeah, if you fun. guys, he also was a, you know, he was like a secondary replacement in the band, The Grassroots. Um, you can yeah. Google some of their music. So that's a whole nother part. So I believe he got part of the show based on the creators liking that band as well. But that's He you know. sings his song karaoke in the Christmas episode next season on the sly, and you don't oh. even realize it. He's singing mm-hmm. Spinning and Wheeling, and that's his actual really? song. Oh, looking forward to that. All right, so Bill, what else do you have on that little? All right, so we're going to do the uh, Was It Boring? The Tobiometer. Not boring. Did you find it boring? No, I don't think it's boring it. at all. No, I think I it's not really like the show. Like, a, a tw- like without the commercials, twenty minutes, it's tough to be boring. Like it, it no, not boring. Yeah, I never found it boring at all. It's just there were moments that I just couldn't handle. That's all. There's yeah. a lot of third person embarrassment. I will give you that. Like oh, there yeah. are some moments that is super cringeworthy. Oh yeah, but I don't think it gets oh, like yeah. Scott's tots. I saw a meme one time where it was like, I judge your strength by how many times you've seen Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots, Scott's Tots is the not in season one or two. Move on. Talking about. Move on. But it's, it's, it's that kind of feeling, that third person embarrassment that Michael Scott gives you where you're kind of like, eh. All right. So nobody found it boring. We're going to do yeah. the Aquator, which is, uh, is this show better or worse than Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Because that's a TV show. I couldn't find one. It was close. Oh, it's working on the fly. I would say yes. I see. Yes, I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, uh, yeah, Hunger Force. Good show, but yeah, yeah. I've never watched it. No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's I would good. Go with, it's fifteen I, minutes. It's even, it's even oh, shorter. It's very than digestible. This. Very yeah. digestible. Uh, I would go with The Office over. I like Meat Wad. I uh, love Meat. Evan Turner. <laughs> He's got hey, the same. Man, you got that, man. 
Shake is great. <laughs> Shake Frylock, everybody, even uh, so Carl. The next, yeah, next, thing, next thing, next thing. All right, next one, real quick. The Halloween episode. Will your enjoyment go up or down? I can watch this, and I've probably seen season two, three, and four. Every episode, minimum fifteen to twenty times, with certain episodes upwards of like thirty. So it's question. one of those. It's got. There's two hundred and one episodes of The Office. So if you pick out your favorite thirty or forty. I could watch those on a loop, but there are also some that are like, nah. and like we said, the later episodes are not. So again, if you're talking about like the wheelhouse episodes, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I could watch those every day. Yeah. I don't think my, I think I'm going to like this. I think I like this more than when I first started. I've, I've been, people have been trying to get me to watch this for years, like Rossi and I've enjoyed it more than I thought it would. It's just getting past Michael Scott. <laughs> which is the, the whole show which is the whole show. Yeah. the whole show i love jim and dwight dwight is my favorite yeah. character like number one with a bullet for me yeah that's fair yeah. we're gonna get this raised he does some stupid awkward shit too but i don't know why it doesn't bother me as much with dwight i don't know because you're probably more the dwight in your life like not that's not disrespectful you could be in your life you're like the dwight I mean, yeah, the episode yeah. where he gets the concussion relatable. is unreal. He's oh, so good. good in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> the injury. <laughs> so wait, Bill, that moon face you... kid has a concussion. <laughs> what, what, so what is the question? I actually am confused by this. What did you, ask did you find it? Uh, did, will your enjoyment of this go up or down? I'm going to assume it's going to go up because you've already rewatched season two a couple times. I've seen both these first two seasons three times over, and I can I could watch it again tonight, especially the Dundies. Like, oh, I go. think I could watch it every Dundies day. Dundies is awesome. Yep. All right, the Excite Bike Mania or the Pants Ted City, we'll call it the Phyllis Lappin gives me a boner award. Like for me, anytime Michael interacts with Toby, it's the best. Anytime the best. I see that dynamic, it's so good. And see, that's why Toby, but like Toby is so reliant on Michael. If Toby's in a scene with anybody else, he actually stinks. But it's, if he's a punching bag for Michael, then all of a sudden he's like <laughs> yes. propped up to being one of the best characters. So uh yeah i i would say uh what was that what's the how did you, how'd you phrase the question the phyllis lappin gives me a boner award. yeah full full rod yeah full rod I, I love it when he goes at <laughs> when he goes at um toby, toby. But I, I also but anytime it's jim and dwight going at it too i mean yeah. I, it, it moves a little i will say I, mm -hmm. I mean that's that's my that's why i'm there that's what i want to see on that show yeah. the toby part where he's like toby's a part of hr so he's not really a part of our family and he's divorced so he's really not even part of his family the way he delivers that line as he's like so good he so just hates toby so much and there have been people who they, the theories are that uh because Michael, as you'll kind of get into in certain scenes, like didn't really have a relationship with his father. And he sort of view like Toby tries to be the father at times to Michael, at least the way he has to be in, at his job. And so he takes out all of his aggression, like on his father, actually on, on Toby instead. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say, the, yeah, it got a little too deep. I don't think I can move on in the show. Um, <laughs> I'm riding this high. I would say actually between Michael and Dwight, because I think Michael's like everyone looks at Michael as a moron and an idiot. And Michael looks at Dwight like a moron. So I think that dynamic kills me every time. Uh, like whenever like Dwight has an idea or does something, he's like, well, I'm the assistant manager or whatever. It's just to the regional manager. Like, same thing, same thing. And but he's like, looking so good, down. though, like when really. when nobody laughs at his jokes or whatever, and then Dwight laughs at him and then he tells Dwight to shut up. <laughs> like it's, he's the only one supporting you, but all he desperately wants is for like Jim or Pam to like his idea, but they always hate it. And then Dwight's like, that's a great idea, boss. Like, oh, shut up, Dwight. Stupid. Yeah. Also, when he takes the ears off him at the Christmas party and then throws them <laughs> in his face. 
<laughs> That's it. The other part that gets me, I think that the excellent part about Michael, the small thing if you pick up, if you're watching like a hundred times like I have, is every time he makes a reference to something, he immediately it tells you what that reference is to. So right. he'll be like, like Pam Beasley, Miss Beasley, if you're nasty, Janet Jackson. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. He always says he it right away. To, fat Halpert. What? Fat Halpert. Halpert. Yo, like fat Albert. So good. It's the it's best like, kind of comedy. Always. Like he, he has to explain it because nobody laughs at it the yeah. first time. And he thinks it's because they don't get the reference, but they do. That's... And it's still that funny. I the think... reverse psychology explanation with his feet up or reverse psychology. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but it's awesome. <laughs> like you trick somebody in to doing what they think you want them to do it. Like every time they cut to him, it's like my mom when she finds out something like, oh, is YouTube going to be there? Like she doesn't really understand right. how the real world works. Mm-hmm. And he just has that like earnest dumbness to him but he plays <laughs> so like good. that's the thing about him you never feel like he's acting ever in the show he just plays it perfectly i loved when he's getting his condo in the uh office olympics episode and he's just like starting to freak out and he's like uh these the ceilings aren't as high as they you said that they were or last time i was here and he like takes the thing off the stove he's like what's what's this what happened here where are all the hot where are all the hot people you said there's gonna be <laughs> hot singles she's like no i didn't <laughs> and then Dwight's like, out. "You're the hottest guy." Like, no, you yeah. never buy a piece of property where yeah. you're the high, the hottest um, person. The only place yes. it goes down. It's the number one rule of real estate. You can't be the hottest person in the place. Also, he does a Mr. Bill reference right there as well, and I think that's freaking hilarious too. He's like, "Oh, this Mr. Bill, Mr. Bill, you gets pulled apart." So good, and then he tells yeah. Dwight that he can live with him four years, then month to month, unless I get a girlfriend, then you're out. And he's yep. like, <laughs> Oh, it's great. Bill, any more on your list here? All right, just quickly, because I don't know all of them. We're going to do the Satisfactor, and then that's six, and I forget the seventh. So we'll just do the six deadly sins of sitcoms, because I didn't feel like going back and listening. But the Satisfactor, to me, is through the roof. Wait, sad? Sad as in I'm sad? No, like... Satis or sad? Like you're satisfied. This is always a question on Mac and Goo, because I think they've even (laughs) added saddest, because some people hear it as saddest. Sad. I would say satisfying, yes, I would say it's not sad, but unlike a show like Seinfeld, they do try to appeal to your emotions with like these different relationships and like who's with who and Pam and Jim, I love you all, I can't love you, like that kind of shit. So they, they bring in more than just straight jokes, like it's always sunny and curb and shows like that. Yeah, they pull at the heartstrings a little bit more. There are like legit relationship storylines where you kind of get like one overarching one in Seinfeld that they never really pay attention to. They pay like a little bit of tribute to it at the end with Elaine when the plane's going down and then boom, it's mm-hmm. over. And I think that's why that's my favorite comedy of all time because you can watch any episode at any time with yeah. no relation to it. No and like In the no office, wrong. like in the office, the jokes are all standalone, but like, like uh, there's obviously like an arc for the characters, like where they're going. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to add to this. <laughs> uh, I would say the show makes me a little sad. I, if you're going to go on the sad side, at times Michael actually like it's depressing. Some of the stuff that happened to him, the moments, the part where he shows up when um, they, my, at Jim's barbecue, and because you know everybody, we talked about the uh, improv class. Nobody wants to be around him. Then so he good. goes to the, uh, he heads to Jim's barbecue. Nobody wanted him there, and then he starts singing karaoke and jim just has that moment like this is the part like the part that i like where the emotion comes in that you just mentioned keith is like then jim gets up he's like oh, fuck, man like he's a human being too and like they sing yeah. together it's I-, I just like that that gets me but i definitely have moments where i'm like oh man michael oh yeah. it gets God. worse as it goes on too yeah there's some really good like uh michael and pam scenes 
later on like if, if you're into that at all like them being kind of like supportive of each other even though like you know at times they're, he's just so like offensive or like whatever it seems like he's crossing the line but like there, there's a heart to him i don't i don't i don't know if fryer sees that or not but there there is a heart to michael scott i know there's a heart to him i understand that but he's still an idiot any final thoughts bill is there anything else on your on your list that's it for me i was very prepared for that i liked it we'll bring it back we'll try to get, we'll go with eight we gotta go with 11 give me 11 sins all right then it doesn't feel like copyright. Um, I'll have to think. Yeah. All right. So I guess to wrap up, is there anything you, about season one or season two? We'll start. Bill, we'll go around uh, back up to me. That like about these things that like we didn't mention here that you think like is a takeaway for the show. Uh, our buddy Kevin, friend of the podcast, brings up the cold opens, which are always really good. They do a great job of them. My favorite one is where Jim puts Dwight's desk in the bathroom because like oh. the way he plays it off. And then once he sits down and gets the call from Jim and Jim asks him an honest to God office question. And he's like, Jim, I've given you this number like six times. <laughs> and then like Kevin comes out of the bathroom and he's just like, Kevin, wash your hands. Like Dwight is always in work mode, even when he's being pranked and all of the cold opens, whether he's putting his stuff in like the, um, like the vending machine to any of the pranks mm-hmm. that he plays on them. It's all well-timed in the beginning. You kind of get sick of it at the end. And at a certain point, I'm rooting for Dwight to win those battles when you get to like season five and six. But in the early stuff, it's the best when Jim's going at him. I also thought this show did a great job of sort of different theme type thing. Like that, like Halloween became something like almost every season. And even if it wasn't like a huge part of the series, they would sort of open up with like different costumes. And like there was a time like there were all the girls were cats. There's like time where like Jim was like three punched whole gym and like they 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 kind of played up the Halloween part I liked. The Christmas episodes are always good. It just like the different holiday parties because that's what these people that work in an office kind of like look forward to. It's like nothing nothing nothing. Oh, it's like the Christmas party and like shit like that. So I thought they did a good job with those. Uh one of my favorite gym pranks, I think this was two not one was when he put Dwight's uh what was his resume up online? <laughs> Yes. So good. Yeah, season two. That was, was Halloween. The, yes, that was Halloween. Yeah, I don't mean to keep going back to the same like three or four episodes. That was that good. Was, though. Oh, good. Yeah. That was uh, that was one of my favorite ones because when he get he gets that phone call right, and then he flips out. He tries to leverage it into getting more money out of Michael when they're talking about downsizing. The FBI one. That was season. Is that season three or is that season two? I that's com- that's the one where they do the reading of Michael FBI agent Michael Scarn, and he has to oh. throw his phone off the roof at the end. Unreal. The so best part good. about the the best part about the the resume one is when he's taking the call and he's like, "Where is it? What does it say under uh, martial arts? Nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to supplement that. Do you have a fax number?" The other thing that's great about that episode is when he goes into Michael to to parlay this into a raise, and Michael's like, he's like, I got another job. I was like, that's great. He's like, but I'm not going to take it. He's like, no, that's the opposite of what I wanted you to say. <laughs> he wanted it to go so bad. Yeah. And then also the dynamic when you go to the emotion, Pam kind of goes, Jim, you'd be great for that job. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're trying to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um, but yeah, I, there's so many things we obviously we covered here, but I think the other part is every character has something. Like even the whole Oscar episode when he's sick and it's revealed that he's gay mm-hmm. and but like dwight doesn't pick up on that and he's like he's like he's like all right it's like the gotcha media with the camera crew which that's yeah. a whole nother thing and i don't know if that's ever again just watching season one and two is the camera ever explained do you want the answer no that already answered the question so i don't want the answer so uh um, well, i would have an answer either way i've seen every episode so I'd either, I, I would know if yes or if no i didn't really give anything away i'm guessing the answer is yes do you want to know the answer or not yes i want to know the answer yes they do Okay. 
Oh, Friar, please. You don't even like the show. I don't think that's like a... It's cool. not a spoiler for a no. sitcom. They put out a documentary at the end. It's right. not oh, like well, a that's now. Whoa, easy, Dale. Um, Again, the like, show's been out for 20 years. It doesn't matter. I've never, I don't know anything about it. It's only been 15. Um, but with oh, that being said, yeah. anyway. the only point is that because I that's one thing I think about sometimes while I'm watching. It's the only thing. And I will say, like the modern families of the world that had a great, I think, early season runs. Like th- this show, you can see the blueprint. And I know the English version did it first. But like you see that blueprint for so many shows that I've watched right. thereafter. And that relationship with the camera is, is like as crucial as all the other things that every character having some sort of like relatability or something because that's mm-hmm. half the time that these people talk is in front of just the camera yeah. and they technically do break what is it like the fifth wall where like they kind of interact with them at one point so mm-hmm. it's kind okay. of that that that's stupid and that's kind of where i bailed or maybe even a little bit before that and i went back and watched and i was like this is dumb but yeah. for the most part them explaining stuff to the camera has some of the best stuff of all time wait until you hear about dwight's heist like his ultimate idea one of the best scenes like some of the stuff where they're explaining stuff to the camera is unreal like when jim does the thing with the the doll that michael brings in the blow-up doll where he's like oh no, come on put your clothes yeah, on those, those <laughs> professionals are really they're really well done all right bill do you want to uh anything else anybody else say about season one or season two fry you you you, you went from like the super aggressive change yeah. my mind podcast version now. fryer Look to soft now. fryer to barely hair fryer jesus christ what are you this talking guy? about Jesus, God, nitpick me more. See, you to me. Me. I, I, okay, whatever, it's fine. No, it's good. <laughs> what? Sad, what defensive. Yeah, it's okay. Like, good to see you too, Keith. Been a while. He lashes out for a little bit, then he goes back mm-hmm. into a ball. It's just, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, should we almost... do this week in the DC Goo? <laughs> DC Goo. I like DSG, Dork, and Gooniverse. Hit it, Bill. <laughs> this week in Dork. <laughs> she. Universe. All right. So this week, uh, Dork did The Boys season two. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon Prime. It is amazing. I would say it's not as good as the first three episodes of season one. I think everybody kind of has that take, but where it leaves you is really nice. It's totally, it's just a fun ride. Quick, quick go around. And I don't watch the show personally. I've not seen it, but. I like that Amazon has taken this new approach of like only releasing three, then one. Are they doing the one, one, one going yeah. forward? Yeah. yeah. So they did this with all their shows recently. I personally like it. Does anybody dislike that? I guess That's I'm okay fun. with it. Like, especially because it's eight episodes. So I'm like, all right, it's so now you're going to release it in a total of what, five, six weeks, I guess. So I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm all right with that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I think it's better than doing one at a time. I, I don't need to binge it. I mean, honestly, when I binge shit, I feel like shit afterwards. So that's one thing that's nice about the office where it's only twenty minute episodes. When these are an hour, like I would hate myself. Uh, you know, yeah, because I would have watched it all in a day. You know, right? Yeah, right. So I, like yeah, I think like it makes that. you actually retain most of the information too. I know probably if you're really into something, yeah. you'll remember it. But yeah, all right, Bill, yeah. what else is going on? So change my mind. Uh, did or is doing Tenant? It did. did. They did. did Tenet, so they went to the movies to see it. Brave Men, I appreciate that. Now I gotta um, ask. Hold on, I gotta ask them. I've never, we haven't spoken, but I've heard you talk on the podcast. What is the movie experience like? It is like you mean just in general. You mean Tenet specifically? No, no, no movies no, like, in general. Right I love oh, going to the movies. I, it's oh, one of my favorite things. It's I'm not there have right been, now. I think, a grand total of ten people that have seen the two movies that I've seen in theaters. I also saw New Mutants in theaters. Oh, I, totally I feel bad for you about that one, but, uh, it was, but like, it was, what is it, it like? Fine. Can you get popcorn? Can you get snacks? Like, what is it like when you, you go can in? still, you could still get snacks at the place I went to in Fall River. But the thing is that there's only like, there are only 10 available seats and it's like 
an 80 it's like it's got the big oh, reclining oh, chairs there's it. only like eight yeah it's, it's very limited how many people you can have but i think west went to a place in, in on the cape in i think they had a lot more seating available to them but i don't know if he's like got the luxury seating like i do so it's it's fine i mean it's all yeah. right did you go by yourself first uh, new mutants no this one yes for tenant yes i did okay yeah Interesting. i like going by myself i actually really enjoy it i love going to the movies by oh, myself. Yeah. it's awesome yeah I never did it till I think it was the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. It was, no, it was Guardians of the Galaxy two was the first time I ever did that. Absolutely loved it. Highly oh, recommend it. Yeah. Who, who, who am I supposed to talk to? No one. Why are you talking to anybody in the movie? Who talk in the middle of the movie? Anyway. Who am I yeah, supposed I to tell, tell my comments and theories? Save them. Oh, Save them for your podcast. During the movie? Oh yeah, I'm a, I, I, I go to the guy next to me. Hey man, what do you think's going to happen here? No, do you think actually, you, no, seriously, yeah. what do you actually say to people when you go see a movie with them? I honestly, I talk a lot. Like I that. always get the aisle seat, so it doesn't really matter. I'm usually not next to them. Seats are too big now. They can't do it. Like, I'll be there with my wife, and she I feel like she's, like, 50 feet away from me. So she doesn't want to hear me she anyway. What is, like, what is it? <laughs> she's like, oh, that one's available. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I got this one right next to me. She's like, yeah, but that one's a little comfier. I'm going to sit here. This is what's did you see Endgame in theaters, Rossi? Three times. Okay, so when you first, the first time you saw it, whoever you were with, it. did you ask, what, what was a, a question that popped up in the middle of the movie that you had to ask then? It's not about questions. It's more about, like, Holy crap! You, you can you believe this? I don't Guys, know. I think they're doing time travel. <laughs> like, or did you see a freaking rat? <laughs> did you see a rat was the big plot twist of this goddamn movie? Enough about that. Bill, what Doctor else is Strange going on? Saw it. Okay, yeah, sure. Mac and Goo it's is shit. doing the movie. Aliens TLDR is doing Power Rangers Shattered Grin. Comic we book did Shattered Grin, yeah. Okay, you did that. I actually, I mean, I love that. Uh, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I do enjoy you and Doc going back and forth. And I love that Doc Wife thinks you're super attractive. Uh, well, whatever. I mean, she, now she's not going to because apparently take my shirt off and it's a big issue. But we're actually that was, that was that, that was, was last week. That was that was your best contribution to this. You look like you owed the son money. That was like a jug of milk. <laughs> I'm the son of an Irishman and the whitest Portuguese woman you've ever met. But it's whatever. Um, but we actually are t- talking. Boys. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I, I talked to Davey about that shit. Yeah, it's freaking brutal. But that was last week. We got some. Uh, we have some stuff coming up this week though on TLDR because that, that episode airs at the end. We are the anchor to the week of the hashtag Dorkshire Universe. Oh, by the way, Friar, think I uh, one of the TLDRs. I didn't see it live, so I was listening to the podcast. And thank you for editing out Doctor Joe, who apparently spoiled the shit out of Constantine, which I haven't no. read yet, but I'm meeting to read. And the way he was talking about it, and then I was again, thankfully, I was listening to the podcast. All of a sudden, I hear like beep, 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 yep. and, then, and then you're like, "All right, Joe, relax." And he's like, yeah. "Oh, sorry, yeah. I got so worked up there." Like, he, the thing is, I told so Doc's new to the podcasting game. For those listening and don't know, and I told him beforehand, when you talk about it, don't do not. It. Like, he starts telling me these things. Don't say it yet. Yeah. Just wait. Just remember what I talked about. Don't go there. And then he he, he went so like excited. fifteen like, steps past what I expected. Expecting them to bring up. Stop like, it. What is happening? Yeah. So a good example is going back about seven and a half minutes when I Keith asked me, do I want to know something or not? And I had to say yes. Like, and give me the information I'm looking for. I'm very because, sensitive to spoilers. Oh, we can, dude. We can ruin a, a life. It's a 15-year-old sitcom, though, so I'm not going to. No, no. That's, that's not true. a major plot point. It's not like, did Jim yeah. and Pam get together? No. That no, I no, know. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, so this real is smaller. quick, Rossi, the, you yeah. brought up before how you didn't know anything about the show, and obviously I brought up the Karen yeah. thing. And I'm did you? I, I hadn't seen the show much. I'd seen like episodes here and there, but I knew about the Karen thing. Did you not know? I that? don't know. I don't know who Karen is. 
Okay. There you go. I I, the only I Karen I know is on social media about women that, that are like, don't want to wear their Karen's masks. at the store. Yeah. I was at the store and I saw Karen. <laughs> That's <laughs> only Karen I know. So I don't know much about Karen or anything about her. And I'm looking forward to like the other person, the girl who played Kimmy Schmidt and the um unbreakable oh, Aaron, one of the greatest additions so to I, a TV I, show so she's coming at some Amazing. point she's as well. good yeah she I has like the her. famous gift so i know this show obviously we oh all yeah like Lucy, it's, with it's like the, the best gift show by the way that's the thing that we didn't even talk about that it's that literally this gift. show if you put in any term there is an office gif on, on gifly on twitter on now but, facebook has it um, Rossi knows anytime somebody has a baby, a birthday, I send that gift no matter oh, what yeah, it is. No matter what. Let's go. Get it I up don't, there. Yep. I don't know what it's about, but I'm I that's the one thing, and I said this to my wife, like three episodes. Season two doesn't have a ton of gifts. Has the two, this guy, that's one. Yeah. Um one other thing stood out. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there are I see those moments and I go, Oh my god, that's the gif. And that's like my favorite Michael Scott gift, the one I use probably the most, is the one where he just walks out of his office and like rolls his eyes or whatever, and then walks back. No, the one that he oh. just like looks at the camera and like and then like walks back away. <laughs> like I you can use it all the time. My favorite is the nobody fucking panic. <laughs> oh yeah, that was really good too. Like it's oh, happening. Like, it's it's happening. happening. <laughs> I don't know when that that hasn't happened yet. That but was, that's oh. That one, that, that's a great so scene. Good. That's one of the great scenes going. But, but that's one of the most famous, like any, like when PlayStation 5 was revealing something. I saw yeah. that gift everywhere. <laughs> Xbox dropped their information 20 Correct. minutes earlier. So good. Do. Stay good. fucking calm. Yeah. So good. When he goes, no, no, God, please no. That one's, oh, that, that's one's so good. that was amazing too. That's so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that's it for the DSG, the Dork Shared Universe coming up for us. This is what I do on the podcast. I'll, t- I'll take it. Uh, oh. Top 11 fast food items with Mac and Doc. One hit wonders draft with Davey and Wes. And then wrestling finishing moves, tiers list with the Jobber Knocker. Nice. That's right. That's going to wrap nice. up September. This episode was um, a ride. I think it was an emotional ride. It was great. Um, but, for some uh, for, of us, for Nikki just sat there. <laughs> Friar, where can the good people find you and the places that you do? Them? About six feet underground. <laughs> Uh, Fry underscore guy one on Twitter at change my mind pod. Of course, TLDR docs, uh, Twitch stream. And that is also carried an audio version on change my mind. And of course, uh, Lucy and I, you guys alluded to before, uh, we do the furloughed friend show. That's tw- it's, uh, on Twitter on Lucy's, uh, account at Lucille Birch. Great. That's a lot of places. We, there's a lot of places to find you. Yes. That's why I didn't have anything to say tonight. Cause I talked too much already. Oh my god! Oh, thanks. I'm feeling- so glad to have you on the podcast. <laughs> no. Now he's a dad. Now he's playing. The, now he's playing the victim. Yeah, here I he is. Oh my oh, god! Like I'm not the fucking victim. Holy shit! Okay, it's like oh Michael god. Scott. Go ahead, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not asking him. I'm talking to you still. As someone that you know, I, listen, I get a goddamn beaten on a week in week out. That I have to say one thing to keep. You deserve it. I'm not. I, I don't say a word about it. You just take. You just whatever. Like you are. Why don't you, you are. guys call each other after this? You guys. I we will. We already one. cried. I okay. we slacked. We have a Slack channel on a separate app, mm-hmm. um, but it was funny. I forget which one. It was the ostrich one. I had my son out because I'll play him for my wife. My wife is like, what did you say last week that they're going to say? I wants to be an ostrich. It's uh, I'm, it's anyway, a fucking so, insane take. So, <laughs> anyways, so my wife and my son are sitting out. It was like a Wednesday morning or whatever, Tuesday morning, and you're going off. Davey's going off, and somehow this kid's giggling. My son's like, hysterically he gets it. He gets laughing. He humor on him. He gets it. And I'm like, I'm getting freaking crapped on by my family members now. I think if the question was reversed and it was like, what animal would you not want to be? Ostrich would be in the mix. Yes, like of all animals. But have you now? Like a, it could be like a little caterpillar. 
ostrich also would be a <laughs> shitty thing to be. Let's be real. Now the that you've heard bird, it, you moron. Now, it's very fast, and it and it's it's got it's a not great that neck. fast. Uh, it's fast enough. And yeah. don't forget, too. don't forget. Now that you've heard me say it, don't you kind of want to be an ostrich? Like, what, have you thought all. about it? No, you've thought the more about it, I've though. thought about it, the less I've wanted to be an ostrich. Hmm. I never thought about it before. Now I will say that you made me consider yeah. it. That That's is all. true. Everyone's like, oh, I want to be a wolf. I want to be something dumb. That's what I picked. Wolf would be amazing. That's what I picked. A wolf. Would it be? Imagine you're in a fucking wolf pack. You go hunt. You fuck. You do whatever you want. Not for me. Not for me. You always want to be an ostrich. You don't like doing fun things. Okay, got it. No, just look at an ostrich life. They live forever. I want to be able to run decently fast. But what is majestic? Be a majestic as hell. Be a cheetah. You idiot. They're the fastest land animal. are majestic? Yeah, do you see them? Like they have long. Yes, I have. They got majestic is not the first bottom. word that comes to mind. Awkward is the first thing that comes to my mind. Not bad. I like them awkward. and the giraffe are the only animals that could physically shove their own head up their asshole. Ooh, giraffe! Mm-hmm. Next time, ask yeah. me again next week, Bill. Oh, they have really high blood pressure. <laughs> All right, Keefa, where can the good fine folks find you? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Also on iTunes and uh, most other places except for Spotify. I don't know why. Uh, hashtag dork. You can check out the. I think it's a radio.com EEI it thing. Is. Yes, it we're not is. on Spotify, Radi- but we're everywhere else. on Spotify. Who is? Five out is. Maybe it's not an EEI thing then. Never mind. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's just a dork thing. Maybe they don't, they're, they're censoring us. I don't know. Because Rogan, they didn't want us to be competition for Rogan, maybe. That, that must be have it. been it. That they're like, hey, sense. we can't let this guy take any less hits. We just paid him a half a gajillion dollars. <laughs> Right. Uh, Bill, uh, what about you? Where could you be found? I was just double checking on Spotify to make sure that wasn't true. We can find me on Instagram at BillyD2411 and on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's where I am. Also, Keith did uh, push it over the top, baby. We strive for 105, so I will now take the photo of me mimicking Robin Williams from One Hour Photo. I have to go find that white shirt. That yeah. I had this thing dusted off. I'm like, oh, we're going to get there nice and early. Can't wait. It's like six weeks later. Oh no! But we're there either way. So we'll Odell Beckham could not be more pumped for oh. this. He's gonna be the first one to like the tweet. <laughs> like, whoa, he's gonna be like, OBJ. send it to me. Can you make it sexy? Oh, you got to Adam Rossi. Does he have a Twitter account? He's At blocked OBJ. Me. He's blocked me before, and when I used to run an account of a show Keith is on, he blocked that as well. Wait, OBJ blocked that account? Yes, because I once tweeted at him because he said he like admires Tom Brady, and it was when he kicked the um the net, the famous you know that yeah. time when he took. Yeah. Him. I yeah. said, did Tom Brady teach you how to kick a net from the Dale and Keith account? Oh, why would you? And, why would you do that? It's the right move, Rossi. Why do it from your own account? That's why you have your and own then, account. It's the right move. Thank you. I appreciate that, Fry. And that's what you do. And then that's when like, OBJ eventually joins the Patriots, and then we're like, hey, we're going to have him on the yeah, show. That didn't happen. And then they're like, that didn't happen. It might. It's it not. Might. All right. It's Well, maybe. Actually, maybe I'm not. I thought he was an old producer. You got to give us another chance. Yeah. <laughs> you might. You might be back. I think Belichick's very anti-shit, so urine, he's not coming mm. here. Don't worry. Oh, urine. He's into urine. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Big piss okay. guy. Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right, we can Big find uh, you can find this excellent podcast that you'll be repeating this one over and over again at Pop Culture PD on the old Twitter machine. You can find us in any outlet that you find a podcast. Potentially, maybe now you're making me second guess places. I know I'm we're not. on Spotify, but now yeah. like, are we still on Sprinkler or hey, are you on Podbean or what? Yeah, I gotta get on. I gotta double check. Um, yeah, they're everywhere. Fryer, you just put a podcast out there. People Shit pick it up. up. They get picked sn- up. They snatch it up. I didn't just know Sprinkler Google. was a thing. 
Oh, yeah, Google, Google clear. your podcast name and look where it shows up. It's everywhere. Anyways, um, but that's all we got for this week. Next week, like Bill said, we will come back with the top 11 fast food items with Doc, who's probably going to spoil everything before we get to it. He'll Gotta be like, be number one. Gotta uh, be careful with him. Have the dump button ready. And Mac will be with us as well. Looking forward to that. Thanks again to Keith and Fryer for making this happen. These crazy schedules. Uh, appreciate buttons. you guys. LBJ Joe. Uh, all right. Bill, we'll be back next week. You guys have yourself a good one. Frank says hi. Hi.